We all. All right. So, you know, we've had this ongoing conversation about the Perrier in here. Mm-hmm. So today, when I went to go get my Perrier, oh, here I, we go. I had an interesting experience. So I go to the liquor store that's down the street, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm aware of this liquor store. Chris Carl has taken me in there on occasion hey. to, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know who that was, to, to purchase some beverages. Mm. So I go in there to get my Perrier today. Okay. As I'm walking <clears> in, <throat> I see this gentleman in a bush and he's signaling to these, it's an older gentleman and he's signaling to these younger gentlemen, but it's like in this inaudible way. I don't know. I don't know now. So you could tell, <laughs> you could tell there was some things going on with this dude. Okay. So these two young dudes, they proceed to laugh at him. Okay. I feel bad, and then I notice I'm like, man, they 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 laughed and skirted off real quick. Now you gonna come holler at me, right? Okay. So I'm walking up, and as I'm walking to the towards the entrance, he's walking directly towards me. So he get up on me and say, "Hey, man, look, look you gonna laugh at me when I tell you this? Man, <laughs> look, look, let me just, let me just, let me just, let me just, let me just." Now, mind you, that's not an exaggeration. He hit me with seven. Let me just, just, let me just, let me, let me just, just, let me just. I said, I said, <laughs> let me just, let me just. I said it just like this. I was said, his eyes closed when he was saying, "Let me just." <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> Look, I said, I said, squash that, man. What you want? He goes, man, I, I just need a dollar. I, I man, I'm sorry. You gonna laugh at me? I said, look, there ain't no reason for me to laugh at you. When I come up out of here, I got you on a dollar. I go in the store, purchase my Perrier. I come out. I'm looking for dude. I don't see him. Uh oh. But who I do see is a young lady who has the look on her face like she's getting ready to ask me for a dollar, too. Oh, no. This is where it gets good. So I'm still looking for him, right? And I see him in the corner with his hand up on the wall. But he's facing the wall. So I'm not really sure what's going on in that moment. Mm -hmm. But the young lady's standing, you know, fairly close to him. So I'm thinking maybe they know each other. Then I realize he's over there peeing. So I'm not going to hand him the money. No. So I tell the young lady, she goes, wait, 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 I'm going to just give it to her so that oh, no. she can give it to him. As soon as I handed her that buddy, he must have heard them four quarters, uh, quarters clank together. Because he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, and she takes off in a full sprint. <laughs> <laughs> listen, so listen. Now, he turns around and he hits me with the arms up in the air. Oh, Come man. On, man. But he forgot his pants. Cue the intro. Hey y'all, it's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth Seat. It's your boy Normal Ass Coral. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of grown folks business. I mean, I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. Welcome, Welcome to, to Grown, grown Folks, folks business. business. Say there, young blood. Uh, got my thing, gal. You can give me a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but see, did you give this man a dollar or no? Well, he, he seemed to really be pressed about this dollar. And if you would have seen, like, the reaction he had to seeing his dollar run down the street. <laughs> it, it was nothing for me to pull out another dollar and to, to grant the original request. Was she black? No, she he, he was. Um, and if I had to guess, I would say that she was uh, Hispanic. 
Mm, he knew her. She done ran game a few times. No, no, no. Ran game is correct. <laughs> form, no pun intended. Her form was impeccable. She was hitting her hands Track at the peaks. Yeah, her she head was down, the whole thing. Sketch your shape ups. She was out of here. She was out. Where can they find us? As always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Grown Folks Business. That's B I Z N E S S. Get your merch. That's www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com. How's everybody's uh, weekend going? Man. Wait, why are we talking about the weekend? How was Thanksgiving? There we go. <laughs> Thanksgiving was great. So, Star, you came in here talking about the the number, the quantity of, of homes Bruh. that you attended Thanksgiving at. So, what, what was the magic number? Okay. Guess how many houses you think I went to? Well, I know it was more than what I said, so it's more than three. Uh, let's say five. Carl? And I know you're a political type of person, so, you know, you was in and out. In about 45 minutes, and you definitely snatched about three plates from at least I'm mad that she snatched seven you. of the houses you went to. So seven is my number. Wow. Yeah. It was seven houses. Yeah. Good thing to say trivia. <laughs> yeah. good, good thing. Seven huh? houses. Yeah. It was great. You, Are you know? plugged in on the board, too? Just want to make sure I ask you right now. Barely. Okay. Well, never mind. I just want to make sure. Yeah, so seven houses. Seven houses. Did you get food from each house? So... God is faithful because the first two houses we went to, the food wasn't ready yet. The first three, excuse me, the food wasn't ready yet. So I don't know if that's more of like God being faithful or just black people never being on time. Both. <laughs> Definitely a combo because the second house we went to, they were like, the food's going to be ready at 11. At around 1130, they text like, the food going to be ready at 2. We get ready to leave and go to their house. Oh, the food going to be ready at 5. Wait, they they hit you with two different time changes? Like a weather delay? Yes. That would make me want to fight. Yeah, because 11 is like... <laughs> <laughs> that is by far my favorite drop. 11 is borderline. I was listening borderline. to the last episode when we were talking about the stank. And those <laughs> had me in tears. Uh, but yeah, so... yeah. So 11 is, is brunch. Legit. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so that that leads and libations me. were being had, which probably I feel like some the, people uh, lie too, though, just to get people there on time because they know you're not going to show up until an hour after the time they say. Anyway. True, but then to be good, to be done six hours later is wild. Like, <laughs> is there a designated time for Thanksgiving dinner? Because it never happens at dinner time. I feel like I think three. I feel like most people have like Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah, I agree. Then dinner is just dinner food at lunchtime. You know, and and I thought about this too. Do you think it's odd when people don't go somewhere for Thanksgiving and they just spend the time alone by themselves? Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Took me a moment to even process it. Like, what does that mean? I was talking to the girl from work, and she was like, "Yo, I went to the mountains, and we went up there for an hour, and then came back." And but we, so it wasn't just her by herself. It was her husband. That's that's slightly different. But then this year, she said she was going with her brother because her husband was gone. And so she's like, yeah, we're just going to go up there for an hour again and then come back. And I'm like, yo, that just red flags me because it's like, wow, what's your family situation? Wait like? a minute. Wait a minute. But what if her family's not here? And I'll, and, and I'll add to that. When I first moved to San Diego, I just didn't want to go back home. And so I would spend holidays here and just be thankful for the day off. You so, were by yourself, though, or were you with other people? Um, I was by myself, chilling. Just enjoying, like, you know what I mean? Like, having an everyday schedule of having to be around people. Just chilling, like sleeping in, eating when you Sometimes want to. Sometimes it's good to be alone. Not necessarily like having to get dressed and go somewhere. And I think the other part was is that it was like my first couple of years here in San Diego. So that would have included having to get in the car, drive two hours, enjoy the day, and then drive back two hours. I just wasn't with What it. did you eat those days you were by yourself? Yeah, that was my next question. Uh, Probably barbecue. Coops. Yeah, because that's, yeah, I like coops. 
So on Christmas, where did you eat? Because you know nothing's open on Christmas. In and out. In and out is open on yeah, Christmas. It is, yeah. yeah. Shout out to them getting their money up. They don't yeah. care nothing about and that, the employees. And that line was long that day too. The drive through was was packed. So yeah, people. But also there. like family be in town too, and they be like, "Oh, we gotta go to In and Out. It's so great." Yeah, that's true. That's very very true. I suppose. Have you missed a Thanksgiving? In college, I missed every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Did it hurt you? Uh, did it hurt you? <laughs> I was deeply She's hurt. very festive. That's why I asked. It, um, well, I went. I talked about it on the first episode. I went home with White Bridget. Oh, yeah. And so it wasn't like home, home. But it was but somewhere it was, to be. Yeah, so I felt good. And, you know, it was sad. But then I was like, we just saved $500-something dollars. But you came home for Christmas. Home. Yeah, and I was coming home in three weeks for Christmas. Got you. Okay. So there just, it wasn't a point. Hey, that's and my so- mom, <laughs> I have to tell you this. My mom was talking to me about this earlier. Because she was like, yeah, people would always ask why you weren't coming home for Thanksgiving. And I told them, y'all can send for her. <laughs> you can send like, for her. That's a good if, point. If you're interested in buying her ticket, she will not say no. Man, I ain't mad at your mom. Your mom is a natural born <laughs> hustler for that answer. For real. It didn't work, though. Because <laughs> I never made it home. See, Carl, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, Yeah, I did it at my parents' house. And they rearranged a bunch of stuff. And, uh, you know, I helped set up. And it was pretty good. I've had an interesting last, like, Eight or nine days. I went out of town, went to go watch uh, Jamar. He, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was uh, out we there balling out a little bit. The Did ground. they win? Um, they lost because of that last deep play that Oakland threw out um, on the sideline, and they lost by a field goal. Ooh, Got it. That and then they, they played my man because um, he's no, they released him. The Cardinals released him on Mon- that following Monday. So that was pretty uh, – was pretty – well, t- to Jamar, our previous guest, we are faithful fans, and we look forward to the next place that you will not only go and play, but that you will go and thrive. So that just means that um, when that one door was closed, that w- several others will open up for you. We are rooting for you. And then Tuesday, I got my toenail fixed finally. Oh, praise God. <laughs> that was an interesting experience just because, Y'all, like, he sent us a picture. Yo, they gave me two shots in the foot, man, and, like, he didn't even count me off or nothing like that. He sprayed the little can and then stuck me. Like they use like a, it's crazy because like for stuff like that, your feet are the most sensitive part of your your body. I, I would believe besides getting hit, you know, in the below the genital region or in the below genital, the genital in the genital in your region. Yeah. In your <laughs> you get hit in the femur. <laughs> in your thighs. And so he put the little cold spray and then stuck me, man. It was it was it was uh it was something else, man. But yeah, I just felt the void in my foot. But it's healing up nicely, man. I've been dealing with that for three months man you're not going back to sneakers though you go still wear them berkeys to work man i love them i, I, I wear them to are. the gym too some dude dabbed me up the other day he's like dude you did the whole 30 minutes in those I was like yeah man i'm like used to wearing them now now when i wear shoes they hurt my feet hey he better be glad he's charming too because they tried to kick him out of the gym for wearing a, a few times did they okay yeah. she, it's not protective oh yeah she was nice about it but i was mean about it i was like yo listen <laughs> like She's like, you know, what if you drop a weight on your foot? I was like, yo. It would hurt the same yeah, if I was, I was like, yo, I'm breaking my. She was like, good point. And I was like, I know it's a good point. It didn't matter. I was like, a 50-pound weight hit my foot. It's over with. Yeah. So, so within the last nine days, you've traveled to Arizona with to go Arizona. see Jamar play. Yes. Uh, interesting story about that, about fighting friends and stuff like that. Because it, it was an interesting trip. <laughs> he loves jumping to the subject. No, nah, I'm not jumping to it now. Um, what else did you do within those nine days that was interesting? Um... That was pretty. I played in a golf tournament. Nice. Uh, that was. Did you, you watch know, Tiger and Phil? I did watch Tiger and Phil. Okay. I was. Uh, Were you entertained. I was entertained, but it was just it, it. It was just weird. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think the nature of it was weird because it was just an abnormal golf match. You can't do that with like anyone else. 
Yeah, no, I, I think the names sold the event. Yeah, nothing, more than no anything. They, uh, Tiger Woods, Woods and Phil Mickelson, yeah. uh, Mickelson had a one-on-one on, one on one golf tournament that was a pay-per-view event. And then they were doing little side bets where it's like, all right, on this putt, specifically, ah, that's we're gonna, cool. I bet you 50000 you won't make it. Huh. Yeah. Was it for charity or? The, I believe the $9 million went to charity. I don't know where the side bet money went to. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it's cool. like he put his four point five versus his four point five and nine million total. So that's cool. Yeah. So nine days, lots of cool stuff going on. Did yeah. you get a chance? I met uh, Larry Fitzgerald too. Got a chance to see him up close because you know Jamar he lets us in the player area, and that was pretty dope. Big guy. Interesting. Really big guy. He's bigger than you. Uh yeah, height wise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got the same. Height-wise, he's definitely up there. <laughs> All right, so start uh, within your seven locations that you frequented uh, during that time. Was there anything that stuck out to you? Any dishes that caught you off guard? Um, nothing that caught me off guard. Um, the food was the food that I did have at four of the houses were ex- it was excellent. No, um, no complaints there. Um, I got to meet my new baby cousin. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the addresses to the three that didn't make the cut? What are you asking? Because you said four four of the houses had good food. You went to seven places. Four of the houses had good food. Three of the houses weren't ready. Oh, weren't ready. So you didn't get to try the food. I thought no. you meant that their food wasn't good. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. My I wouldn't bad. play them like that. <laughs> I, got, I got to meet uh, my baby cousin. Is this a real was, human this being? This is a human cousin. Okay. Uh, my cousin's yeah, Max, baby. I have to classify that. <laughs> Jaden. And then I got to meet this random dog that was at my brother's house. Okay. One of the guests so, brought a dog. No, so my brother's girlfriend's brother came up on this dog. And mind you, by the time I got there, I'd had a couple glasses of wine and a rum punch. Um, and so I got there and I don't remember what they said about how the dog got there, but it was a nine week old French bulldog and her name was Athena. And it literally brought me to tears because she was so stinking cute. Was and it, she, huh? it didn't have anything to do with you being drunk? <laughs> I was not drunk. You stupid. <laughs> and a rum punch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Because I, <laughs> I feel like that's how many punches you had. Legit. But you're not trying to. Yeah, my cousin Tiffany wasn't holding back on that punch. You're not trying to tell uh, them all that. But she was so cute. She's only nine weeks old. And she let me hold her for like two hours. And then um, my brother's girlfriend's sister was like, I think she needs to poop. And I was like, Really? Okay, let me put her down. I put her down, and like five seconds later, the floodgates of pee opened, and then little poops shot out her butt. And then, ten seconds later, she had diarrhea. Oh. I was like, thank you for I'm, saving me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she wasn't moving. Welcome she was to having comfy. a puppy. You were saved by the bell. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Literally. See, so what'd you do, man? So listen, um, Thanksgiving, this was actually uh, one of the better Thanksgivings that I've had in a long time. Okay. Oh, I, I can't necessarily like pinpoint anything that occurred that made it that way. I guess I just was in a better space. So Thanksgiving, uh, as of late, has kind of been like my dad's holiday. Uh-huh. Like I always, you know what I mean? If I don't do anything, I see my dad on Thanksgiving. My dad is a very interesting gentleman. Mm-hmm. A little bit of an introvert, uh, definitely outspoken and funny as I don't know what. An outspoken introvert. Yeah. So, I, I already see. Okay. Those, yeah, that's it. That combination. <laughs> my dad and my brother live together in Compton. Quick sidebar. Just add 15 to that. Gotcha. All right. 
my dad and my brother, they they live in Compton together, right? Mm-hmm. So me and my brother, it's always interesting because it, it's fun to see how their relationship has developed by living with each other with my brother being an adult. Mm. okay so me and my brother have the most amazing time just laughing at my dad like when we get together <laughs> y'all like, just be clowning him and, and my dad got tough skin so he like he'd he be shooting back and it's just a good interaction uh-huh. but our favorite thing to joke about is something i'm getting ready to show you right now and i think Uh-oh. i've told you guys about this but i want to show you how my dad texts but they obviously can't see my phone right now so i need you to describe <laughs> what i'm getting ready to show you right now okay We scroll up, I guess, because just start reading it. You can read them if you <laughs> yeah, want to, read because there's a series of them where he's just not getting responses because I've been too through with my dad. Okay, so we're gonna start on uh, November 13th. Call Anthony. Wait, wait, wait. Now describe call Anthony. It's all caps. <laughs> <laughs> One word. Call Anthony. Listen, wait, wait, wait. So call what, Anthony. So when you hear that, what do you think, Carl? He sleep. No. I think emergency. <laughs> listen, listen. He put it in all caps and it don't be no spaces. So it always, I think emergency. It always like, be these, call Anthony. It always be these real short messages because he knows it's just too much for somebody to try to read. Now, that, that gives you the gist. They're all just random call Anthony, call me. Anything new? And Yeah, that's his favorite. When he sends me that text. Every, Are you here for turkey? That's, <laughs> that was his way of inviting me over for Thanksgiving. Yes, exclamation point. That was me. It was punctuation and everything. You in the area? So listen. Are you are you here for Turkey? Look, I tell you that story because those are all just very brief. You know, are you here? And it's literally not R the word. It's no. the letter R, the letter are U. Are you here? So imagine the one time there was something going on that was an emergency and he couldn't get me on the phone. And he sent me like a 30-word text messages text message with oh, no, no spaces. <laughs> Yeah, his space is his space bar broke. No, he just look. And, the and phone is cracked. What kind of phone does he have? I'm worried. He has a flip phone, and you have to mm. go to that little the zero and double click it. There you for go. The space. And I've been trying to buy him a new phone, but for some reason, he's like scared of smartphones. So I told him and my Pops. brother, I said, "Look, this is what we'll do. We'll all go out in December." And I was like, "And I'll pay for it all. We'll all get new phones." Hey. And he's like, "Sugar daddy, please." For what? For what is crazy? So, so you and then so listen. I I was embarrassed that he was sending text messages like this, so I never said anything. So the first person I mentioned it to was my brother, mm-hmm. and so now it's like a family joke because <laughs> we've all caught on and like, oh, we all know like that's just how he texts. <laughs> so that's my my Thanksgiving story. Thanksgiving was excellent, awesome, um, and it was good to spend time with my dad and my brother for sure. I'm gonna post the picture with that French bulldog so you can see why I was crying. Yeah, post the recipe for a rum punch, too. (laughs) All right, so you guys ready to get in the episode? Let's get into it. Uh Nothing but to do it. Hey, 19 minutes in. All right, so I'm going to start. 19 minutes in. I just wanted to do that one time. I'm going to start with a story from a listener. And it's in the vein of Tales from Tinder, but it's not exactly a Tinder story. So I'm just just going to tell the story. I'm excited. And this is from an individual who... They came to you? Yeah, they wanted me to to tell... Do we know them? No. Okay. So this is a young guy that I work with, right? And I'm just going to say his name. He probably... yeah. He just say his first name. Ain't nobody going to get that. We're just changing his name. Unless his name is like... His name is Brian. No, no, no. (laughs) I I like his name, so I'm actually saying his real name. His name is Jaime. Oh, okay, yeah, that could be anybody. Yeah. Well, no, I'm about to tell the whole, like... Does it smell like Hemi? Listen. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> so, wait, you know, I just thought of H E M I. <laughs> He's so basic. I didn't know what he was getting at. I had to think about it oh, for a little bit. So Jaime is a young man that works with me at one of my jobs. I won't say one. I got a few. Okay. Um, and he he's a younger gentleman. And I feel like when it comes to dating, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, the rules are a little bit different depending on what age you're at. And I say that to say that when you're younger, I think at our age, we look at people in relationships that may be like in their late teens, early 20s, and we're like, that's cool. Aww. Yeah. But if it don't check wor- in with me in five years, yeah, like if it don't work out, like don't be too bent out of shape over it. You gonna date a lot. Remind me of the Thanksgiving pickup when we're done with like this point, Cause, okay? Because he's exactly right. So he, he, me being okay, I gotta say it then. He works with me at the gym. So oh my god, this, I, what's his social security uh, number while we're look, disclosing information? So, so with me being gym, oh, dude with the echo. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> with me being gym dad, he comes to me. For advice, like he'll, he'll see me. <laughs> Joey hated that. <laughs> that um, was funny. He'll see me talking to people, and he'd be like, "Oh man, you know what I mean? Like just the way you interact with people. Like I want to be able to da, 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 da. like you know, he'd pump it on my head." So he's asking me about a situation. So I'm going to ask you all about the situation, just okay. like he asked me. So at 19, mm-hmm. if you're you know mingling with people of your age or around your age, he's 19 right now. Yes, got you. And you meet somebody of the opposite sex that's in a relationship. Are you inclined to shoot your shot anyway because you're young and that's what young people do? The time periods are different. Let's YOLO. Go, let's go ahead and put that up at right now. Because I feel, I feel like at 19, you should be able to steal somebody's sure. girlfriend. I feel like... Sure. Uh, here, here we, you're right. I can only talk about my own experience then. At 19, I was in college. It was a free-for-all. Because the way I look at it now is like... You actually have to go out and like find people now that we're no longer in college. In yeah. college, you got 20,000 people on your campus, your depending disposal. on what school you go to. So, yeah, I think, oh, man, that's tough. That is tough because the, the older me kicks in. So as younger me was just like, yeah, I should be able to be like, yo, what's good? You know what? You're right. Well, this is this was my logic. As I say, put yourself out there. Yeah. Only thing you can really do is let somebody know that you're interested. Only thing they can do is either reciprocate or not. And at this age, this is the time where you should be taking leaps of faith and really trying to, uh, as Crystal would say, live your best life. We it's just true. watched the video with Theraya and the dude called the girl up and he said, hey, do you want to go out? And she was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. She was. He was like, but when you get back, yeah, we can hang out still. And, and honestly, I feel like if you can steal them, they didn't really have them anyway. Yeah, because you're so. not gonna keep her anyway. Well, and, and then and then you got to <laughs> think about it. Like think about at our age, or even stories that we heard before this time in our life when people used will tell us like, oh, we've been married for this long. Well, tell me how you guys met. Well, I was dating somebody when I met. A lot of times, that's how it starts. And mm. and I think the fact that he's even considering then engaging with this young lady would have to mean. That she's giving him a little bit of energy. Oh, for sure. You don't you don't just holler at girls who be like, I'm in a relationship and I'm happy. You know what I mean? You'd be like, all right, well, let me move on to the next. Like there You're has right. to be something in she, there. There's something missing from her relationship that she's getting from you, Jaime. So <laughs> let me tell you about that part. Ooh. Okay. I want it. So he met her at in public. 
right? At the club. Some he's nineteen. What club he going no, to? No, 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 no. He met her in public. So, so uh, a place that <laughs> a that party that she would frequent a lot. That they would just run into each other a lot, right? The grocery so, store. So they knew each other by name because they're oh, I see you, I see you. We're from the same neck of the woods. We'll do, we'll do, right? It's about the Greek yogurt. <laughs> all right, here we go. You never asked where he met her at because I'm, I'm low-key kind of interested. I'm not trying to put all the details. I do want you to do that. Come just on. come on, man. Let's do it. All right. So he met her at the gym. Oh, oh, all right. That's basic. That's all cool. right. I thought it was a little more juicier than that, but so, it's cool. So somehow the they happen on being social media friends. So again, seems harmless, right? But in this day and age, that has to that, mean something. Yeah. You don't just you're not random. You're on not you're media. not you're not just social media friends with people just because. And then for us being older but younger dudes, they they just add. Okay, everybody. no, no, but that, that, that's one part of it. But then him sending the let's just say that he sent he the slid request. In the DMs? So she, if he sent the request. She accepted it. Or, well, are their profiles private or public? These are all the great questions. Okay, so those those questions I don't have answers but to. But regardless, there was a, a request and then a follow back. So how about this? Friends. So how about this? This might answer the question because I don't know how this particularly works. He made a comment to her in person, and then she later responded by sliding in his DMs Ooh. to respond to the question. Nothing right. um, suggestive, but it was like one of those things. You could have waited till you saw me again since we see each other. He's in a high volume place though, so she's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep running into him. So I might as well just look him up. You know what I mean? Shout out to her for being bold. I mean But I also it's like I wonder if it's one of those things like even though I'm in a relationship, I don't want nobody else to have you either. So I'm gonna pull you along because mm. I don't want to see you with somebody. I've been else. in that, and then there's that's a, real. Definitely been in that. And situation. there's something to be said about being in a relationship and what stage of that relationship that you're at. Because I know some people that have been in, that are in a relationship that know at some point it's gonna end. Oh yeah. So it's like you're almost Maybe like holding get, on. Yeah. To God's save that because I'd be wondering why people be sticking around sometimes. <sighs> okay. Hey, so, let me ask you a question then, based off of that, right? Yeah. The the story that you were just telling right now, but, because you're you're looked at as a father figure in that <laughs> in that in that. We realm, gonna change your name, right? Big mouth gilf. But what's <laughs> one thing that older Cease regrets that younger Cease should have done when he was that age? What do you mean? As it pertains to women, what would you have done differently uh, if you can go back and change one thing about yourself in that in that in, in that time period of your life? Um, I think I would have been, I think in order to like, and it's going to sound vain, but I guess in order to impress women as opposed to like trying to stunt, so to speak, like spend money that I didn't necessarily have, just be more genuine. Yeah. Because that, com- that stuff comes and goes, but I can think of the, the moments that people like will bring up like, oh, you remember this? And it had nothing to do with money. It just had to do with being sincere being a nice person, and you know those are the things that stick with people in the moment. Like like you always bring up going out, bottle service, going to the nice restaurant, driving the nice car. Like in the moment, that definitely means something. But what I've seen in the long run is the things that have stuck out about me to people are the things that I did that were more genuine, and I had the propensity to do those things. But that just wasn't what I thought would was important to other people or to women i guess i think the one thing that i would change is i would probably Wait, did you ask me a question so that you can answer the no, same we're, question we're sharing yeah we're all sharing. so i start a question start what would you there change you about go. we already started all right thank you way to be a gentle lady Stop, don't you rub my thigh again <laughs> gentle woman um you need to buy me a drink first before you that should have been mine if you would have offered i think the one thing that i would change was probably like you said being genuine but i would i would add to that and be genuinely myself because i felt like you know at that time period like i wanted to be like i looked at a video of myself um like two weeks ago i used to do this thing called the bulldog jump off 
And like what we would do is like a video blog before video blogs were cool, like of your life. And I was like, yo, look how I dressed. Like I used to wear the fitted caps all the way down to my eyebrows. I had on like these tall like tea. tall. I had it was a tall V neck. That was that was like what, what was cool. In hey, that what you're describing period. right now sounds mad crazy. It is crazy. I'll, I'll show y'all the video later on. But I would just. <laughs> I don't know why I, I saw Tarzan. <laughs> all right, man, that was hella loud. <laughs> Ridiculous. It was like all out of frequency and stuff. I like all these new drops. <laughs> But I mean, like, I just wanted to like genuinely be myself. I so bad I wanted to emulate who I thought was cool at that time and what I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. And it was like, nah. Like he said, like I wish I was just more honest about things because now I've learned now that women appreciate honesty more than anything. Even if it's something that they may not even like, if I'm just honest with them about that, then you know I'm at peace. I would have saved myself from a lot of situations. So my question to you, Star. Looking back on certain things, what would you tell Young Star now, you know, you got all this knowledge 10 years in the making? But yeah. is, she, is she answering that question specifically as it pertains to, like, the opposite sex? No, for her. Oh, okay. Well, how, how would you go about things differently? Um, well, I wouldn't have dated the popular dude at school. Mm. Because, okay, can you elaborate on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's therapy. <laughs> I, honestly, because... First of all, we got together in a really, really, really public way. So um, he was actually hosting one of the biggest fashion shows that we had on campus. Mm. And they had this like wedding scene. It was beautiful where they were like modeling formal gear and like or formal gowns and tuxes and such. And then at the end, he was like, you know, love is such a great thing. And, you know, when you find it, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I want to introduce my girlfriend. That's how we got together. He was on stage in front of maybe like a couple d- Were y'all people. dating or something like we that? Were, we were dating, but we weren't in an official relationship. How did you feel when it happened, though? I can though? see him doing it, I too. I can see it. I can see your reaction. like Star, uh, come on up here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, so this is real? Like, we're, we're in it now? Like, we're, we're in it for real? Did it mean something to you when he did it in front oh, yeah. of 2,000 people? Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, he's not playing. Mm. Like, that is a statement. So and somebody I was like, did that now? I was like, you could have warned me because I could have came a little cuter. Like, I would have put on my full face. I would have recurled my hair. Like, you went you know? in there with some Debo house slippers. <laughs> I mean, I looked, I was decent, but I looked basic. I didn't look like I was about to have a spotlight shown on me. Um, and so dating a popular guy meant that when you guys broke up, you were off limits to everybody. Because everybody felt like his friend. And so from that moment on, people were like, I would, but you know, like you, you his ex. And, you know, I don't want to. I don't want no smoke. You know, it was, <laughs> you know, so that, that was like, I felt like I was ostracized from being dated after we broke up because it was just like, everybody was so cool with him and he was just such a cool dude. So then what what type of guy would you go after now then? Someone who's not popular? I mean, honestly, we talked about school being just like this microcosm of a society where yeah. it's, it's just a different, like now who cares if you're popular? Like, what does that even mean? As full-blown adults. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so... Like, there's popularity say, but, in what we do right but, now, No, no, no. Too. And that's, that's a good point. So there's different arenas that you're in now. So, like, if you were to get into a relationship with a guy at work, could you date the popular guy at work? Like, does does that still apply? Because I feel like it, that's a parallel microcosm. I know. The first thing in her mind was like, well, that would be you two. <laughs> I was like, we only got eight to choose from. And four of them are not eligible oh, for man. my spectrum. Um, but it's... I don't say something inappropriate. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Go but ahead. that's what I'm talking about. Like you know, it only half of them are interested in women. So that might be a, a legal 
legitimate statistic. <laughs> I, I'm sure. But yeah, so I, I don't think that like popularity is a bad thing. But when you're in such an isolated society like college, you know, you put yourself out there. And then again, our, our relationship was public from jump. Like the way we got together was hella public. And then we were always out in public and like photos everywhere. And like this, like it was just, it was a lot. I think, and you can just correct me if I'm wrong. This was my, my assertion of you. Yeah. It's a big word. Yeah. Hey. You see him look up. I hate that. He's so petty. Uh, my assertion of you though, goes with, <laughs> I was going to let you get it off. I don't even know. That's an appropriate. Yeah, I, don't, ahead, I don't know. I, I kind of want to ask Siri, but what are you saying? Go ahead. I don't think you could be with somebody who slows you down. No. And even like that, I don't even necessarily mean like like be in your space, but oh, let's do this instead. But even if they don't have any progress and they, oh, I'm just going to chill today. And you're like, yo, I'm out here doing all this work and you just go sit here and chill. Like that would that would bother you, I think. Yeah. It would, yeah, I can, I can see it. Assertion. Assertion is... What does assertate? Hmm? What does assertate? Something you just said. I don't think acertate is a right conjugation. I think it is a word. I feel like that's about to be the new name for the hemorrhoid cream that's about to drop in 2019. Acertate. Acertation. <laughs> and I just be on the front like this. No, please don't. I'm going to need that dot to be a thing. Oh, yeah, but man. no, you're absolutely right. Like, I don't want somebody who's going to slow me down. I want somebody who also, um, you know, what? what is your, what's your, what's, what's your legacy going to be? Like, what's your life story going to be? In a way, I would argue that that's semi-popular too, though. Semi, you because I think like I I I attribute popularity or you know some type of appeal with what you do and how you do it. But you need to have a certain level of likability. One of my biggest things is I always say I don't want to have to explain to you when I bring you around family. Mm. I don't ever want to have to be like, oh, he's just X Y Z. I don't ever want to have to explain you. That is like it's like a dog with prerequisites. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like I never want to be somebody's X Y Z. Right, you got to be somebody X Y Z. I met somebody today. I was debriefing about somebody I met at Thanksgiving at one of the houses, and I and the first thing out of my cousin's mouth is. She's one of those people who has to be explained. And I was like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Nobody mm. wants to have a debriefing session and have to explain their bae. I don't real. want it. That's real. So I don't popular. I don't really think in terms of that. I just are you making an impact? Are you grinding? What do you want out of life? Can we build the life that we both want to see? Got you. That's important to me. All right. See, what's the second part of the story? You said there was a caveat to it. Oh, you had cut me off. Uh, oh, because that was no. The second part was her actually sliding in his DMs, DMs to initiate the conversation outside of like the the back and forth that they were. Have having. y'all had shady DM slides? Oh, let's still get them now. No, but like shady. <laughs> what do you mean though? You Where get... y'all they should not be sliding. I like, think they're already married. They are in. Yeah, Carl. Oh, oh, he knows some. Well, there's only two of us in here that that could apply to. Yeah. And you're asking the question, so. Someone that's already married? Somebody Not who was like, shady. you ain't got no business sliding in my DM for one reason or another. Like they. A close friend's ex, like anything. A man. 
<laughs> oh, you had a. Uh... <laughs> you stupid, man. That... <laughs> he was literally trying oh, to slide in. You stupid. Oh, my God. Oh, no, better yet. Stop, Mike. Nah, man. I'm good. That he was, was literally funny. trying to slide hey, in. Your, I am mad. That's your best joke this week. Wow. Oh, I man. Tried. That's funny, man. Um, No, I mean. Hey, you know what? Yes. And you know, I, I he called I knew you had to think he about called it. me out last week, uh, or the the last episode, and you know, like he was like, Oh, I know you've had situations like this. I have to really dig deep and remember. So yeah. I do have a funny story that a man did try to get at me one time. In your DMs? Yes. And I thought, like, in my mind, I'm not attracted to men. Like in your mind? Like I'm not attractive. In his mind. In, <laughs> in, in my mind, I'm not attractive to men. <laughs> But there was this dude, I'm going to go ahead and say his name, I don't give a damn. His name is Austin. And we went to the School of Creative Performing Arts together when, like, I, Austin's got to be three or four years older than me. So I was, like, in sixth grade. Sorry. Go ahead. Just... No, no, no. Go ahead. Keep going. So Austin's like, the, oh, the, yeah, the star. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah, I don't care. Like, hey, you got it. I ain't heard from Austin in forever. You know who he is? He's about to. You know exactly. How do you know who Austin is? I met him at karaoke. <laughs> we were both killing it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we were both killing it. I was like, who are you? Does he still have the braids? He had long hair yeah. when I saw him. I don't. It wasn't in braids, though. Yeah, man. He definitely looked like. He's cute, though. I'm not going to sit up here in Dwight Howard that like, situation. He's a good-looking good guy. <laughs> I, I will just tell y'all, he's a good-looking guy. Uh-huh. Oh, so... He he hits me up on Facebook, maybe like I hadn't been in college still, and he was like, and I hadn't seen him since eighth grade. He was like, Hey, how you doing? I was like, It's random, it's like nine o'clock at night. I'm like, I'm like, I'm good. Like, what's up? Like, you know, I don't know what it was like when you're you're when you're young, you try to be real tough in those scenarios. But he was like, How you doing? I was like, What's up? He said, Oh, nothing, just you know, seeing how your day's going and stuff like that. What have you been that's up sweet. to? And I was like, No, that's different when you ain't heard from somebody in ten years. That ain't sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to make sure people know he ain't sweet. Well, go ahead. And he was like, uh, so what have you been up to? I said, I'm in school. You know, he said, oh, that's great. He's like, I really like people that, you know, stay in school and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Right. And I said, oh, oh, he's trying, trying. I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool, man. What you been up to? He gave me his little scenario. I didn't respond back, and I left him on red ever since then, man. And so in that situation, based off of the question that you asked me, you had no reason to hit me up because at that time, like I had a girlfriend. Like I, I put that up on on on, on social media and stuff like that. I'm well, not about just, to slide over to Atlanta. But we just said when you're young that those rules don't really apply. No, you said you was in college. Well, the rules definitely apply when a grown man hit me up. I'm not playing like I ain't playing them games. What about you, Star? You asked the question. Anybody ever came incorrect in your DMs? Are oh you, yeah. You trying to find it right now? No, I was looking for Austin <laughs> to show you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I can't find him. Um, he must have changed that screen name. Um, yeah, I think I told you the last episode about the the dude who was married, who slid in my DMs. Um, so pretty much the guy that took you to the concert. No, he wasn't okay. married. The remnants of your struggle. No. Dang, <laughs> so, start, hey, you be dating. Okay, so this guy, uh, he actually knew of me from church, and he asked about me, and someone gave him my Instagram name, and so he slides in. And, you know, I'm a social research I researcher. I pride myself on researching your social medias and finding what I can find. So I scrolled through every one of these man's pictures and um, 
<laughs> to make sure. Because I was like, oh, he's a good looking dude. Like, he's out here. Like, what's up? And so we were having conversations. We met up and it was cool. I kid you not. I found out that this man was married mm. when he posted a picture of him taking his wife to deliver their first child. Mm. Wow. That was the first picture of his wife that was on social media. Interesting. Is he at fault for that? Hell yeah. Why'd you bring me into that? Then it- Why'd you pursue me? Because it wasn't just like a, hey, I'm interested. It was like a legit pursuit. And this is the one where you were like, it's still blood sport. This is the one y'all were talking about. Mm. He legitimately pursued me. When I say that, I'm not saying, I'm, I know that he's married and stuff like that, but I'm saying, is he at fault for keeping his life private, though? He's at fault for engaging me like he's trying to be he, with me. He was being dishonest, I think. Completely. Even if he didn't say those words uh, directly, like he was given the impression that he was a single man. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. And this is why you have to ask more more questions than are you married? You have to ask, is someone married to you? Which is sad because some te- sometimes people don't have to lie. They just don't tell the truth. Right. <laughs> right. Because there was. Hey, I blame women for that, too, though. I, bl- you, hey, I, I blame us. Uh, not nah, who's us. In this Men. type of situation, <laughs> nah, you would blame I definitely the woman? Blame us. You would blame me for that? Yeah. It's my obligation to ask someone who is pursuing me no. what their situation is? No. Yeah. Don't you dare. Yes. Do not. Yes. Do not. Carl, Carl's like, trying to mansplain this. Do not. There's a, there's a very interesting scenario that takes place with every man when you get asked a question and you know the full answer and then you give a answer. That is that is never the person. And then and, and no no no, no don't get me wrong because I've done it before too. And then you rationalize. Well, I answered give me the give question. me an example. No, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Wait, why are you looking at me like that? Because I want to come across and yeah, I your see throat. you want smoke. She want all the smoke. Every I'm not bit. blaming you like fully. I just feel you like you can't blame me at all. If the oh, wait a minute, wait 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 wait. You didn't know nothing about this gentleman at all. He just came and got at you, right? Yeah. And with that being said, right, did you kind of like him too? Yeah. So this wouldn't be a conversation because I was led to believe that he was interested in starting something with me. And you can kind of tell from the conviction in her voice that he led her to believe that. It was real. Yeah. Like I'd had surgery during this point. This man would call and FaceTime me daily from the house, from the car, from work. Like it didn't matter. So it wasn't like a. He only called me when he not home. Something's funny about this. And even if it was, it's not my responsibility to handle your infidelities. Hey, don't, don't approach me. Men be doing some stuff. Because think about what I was she, wondering where he was at when he was calling all day. Think about what she just said, though. Like, he got a wife at home. Crystal in bed because of surgery. So he got time to be sweet. Because he... <laughs> It don't matter what time. This is crazy. I'm at home on the bed. But you don't ask men now. Like, hey, are you single? I, I... I'm trying to think. I don't feel like I typically do. So you just automatically assume that every man is single when they come and get at I you? I feel like I believe in the greater good of humanity oh, and I that you shouldn't naive, do that. Though. I'm not trying to like throw it's you It's naive, under. but it's trash. I, I think you I, should not approach. It's different if I'm pursuing somebody else. Because mm-hmm. if I'm like, hey, he's fine. I'm going I'm to throw myself at him. That's a different conversation mm-hmm. than someone who is actively pursuing me, actively buying me flowers actively trying to date me, actively trying to take me out, making it seem like they're available at any given time. And at any given time, they would drop whatever they were doing and be there. So it's not like, you know, it, there were no signs. There were no legit signs. He's just good at what he does. You probably weren't the only victim. I unfortunately believe that. I just feel I'm not blaming you. I just say, like, you should ask, though. 
I think so. So you are blaming me. No, I'm not. If it's my responsibility to ask that. I'm saying now hindsight. We're in hindsight now. Hindsight. I just I feel like now just knowing what I now know, just how like I know how some married men act like it's probably good for you to ask. I got stories I got to take to the grave with me and I just be like, dog, like I don't want to be that guy when I get like married and stuff like that. I definitely don't. And you know what? Yeah, it's the truth. Like, yeah, because there's you can find yourself in a situation like that easily. <clears throat> See, she's not about to run away from this one. So, <laughs> anybody ever try to get at you when they know they're not supposed to? Um, I think by the time I left social media DMs, uh, they weren't really popping like that. Right? No? Yeah. When did you leave? Like three years ago. <clears throat> DMs was popping. They've been popping since 2011. Oh, well, then how about correction? I wasn't really popping like that. <laughs> my DMs. All right, not even just DMs. DMs in, in, were dry. in real life. Oh, well, then you know what? I'll take it a step back because before there was DMs, there was like private messaging and Facebook, which totally changed the game because it's like you literally sometimes would be having a, a conversation in a forum then somebody would hit you on the side like, hey, look, I don't agree with nothing they're saying, but that's my cousin and I can't delete him from my, You know what I mean? Like yeah. type deal. Um, no, still. You're a good dude. No, I don't think it has. Any, <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with me and like what I'm putting out there. I just don't feel like I'm the type where somebody's like sliding my DMs to say anything inappropriate. Okay, yeah, all right, we could dig deep because we talked about this off mic. You know a story? I know a. I know a. I know situations. Tell the, tell the story. I'm not telling the story. I'm telling a. I'm telling situations. No, you can tell. You got my permission. No. What? Oh, I thought you were gonna tell a story about me. No, I ain't gonna tell you a story. You can tell your own story. I just feel like someone. Come on, Nate. Even even Move if be, tell your story before Carl do. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to Nate Yo, Howard. I swear that's not the context he wanted. This. <laughs> that's not the context. Y'all check Yo. out at Nate Howard anyway. Yo, yeah. I don't think he's rolling with that one. <laughs> Nate's like, yeah, that ain't mine. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, wait, you were saying? I think some women just don't care if you're in a relationship or not, and they gonna go ahead and shoot their shot, or they don't care what your situation is, and they just gonna hit you with the hey. Oh no, no, no! I mean, and I feel like that's like delving into another thing because I don't think that that particularly has to do with DMs. But then, like, I've known people to be like, "Yo," I I've known people to be like, "Oh, I heard you're not with so and so no more," mm. and I'm like, "Well, you know that because technically y'all friends." Yeah, she probably told you. Yeah. And then it's like, well, well, what's good? Yeah. So I've had that situation jump off before. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't in the DM. They sent me a text. <laughs> and then, you know, some people are bold because then the, the natural question is, it's like, well, let's just let's play. What if what if this works? What if we have a loving relationship? What are you going to tell that person? And it was like, well, I'm a ride for mine. So I was like, oh, OK, well, I re- that in that instance, I respect that. I definitely. I definitely had that situation, but it was so awkward to get away from because I had messed with a girl. And to this day, she has no idea that this has ever happened. But I messed What's with her. What's her name? Nah, I'm not going to do that. I ain't gonna do What's that. her name? If I do that, man, because, yeah, you try to start some stuff. My life is in a different space now than what it is. <laughs> Homie court is in session. No. It's one of those special cases in San Diego where Carl's on that BS. Nah. I, I, actually, I was, yeah. Cause she, she hit me up and she was like, hey, um, it's so scandalous. She was like, hey, uh, we was all talking. And this is how I realized. This is one of the moments where, like. Carl, get, you got, like, 30 seconds to tell this story. Yeah, yeah. Younger Carl would have told us. <laughs> younger Carl would have told himself this. But she says, uh, hey, we was talking. And, uh, you know, she said that uh, you was pretty great at what you do. Ooh. Mm. And uh, I decided I wanted some of that. 
I've had that ever too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that like, was a long time ago. I was, it was. I was like, yo, that's wild. And I, was, I had never had that happen Ladies, to me before. Ladies, that's why you never tell. It, that, that you would, never tell. When you hear it in the music and stuff like that, or like, you know, in stories, You're like, it's like, that's not real. Yeah, it don't happen. And then it happened to me. And I ain't shit because I went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't shit because I went. And she was like, yo, like, we could be there. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid oh man that's what i was trying to ascertain you know <laughs> what's your profanity since it ain't a real world oh man and so she was like yo like i'm serious like what's up i said yo i can't like you know it was cool little experience were you in a relationship with that young lady no nah, they were just y'all they, just smashed and, but these are girls are like best friends is what they say like they do they share men no. Are you sure? And not that I know of, but I would go over there and like, so you got to, I would go over there and hang out. 45 seconds. All right. I would go over there and hang out. And then like. <laughs> so petty. Or she, she'll come pick me up or something like that. Like if I was in a jam and the or other something. other friend will be in the car. Other friend will be in the, in the car seat. or they live together. They was roommates. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse. They was roommates. Yeah. I was like, yo. And that, you know, hindsight looking back, I was like, yeah, I should have never done that. You know, because actually, you know, the the first one, like, we cool. Like, you know, we we, we great. When I see her, it's good. Oh. You know it is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. My 45 seconds I of fame I need to know who this is. I, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off my. I need to write that down. I'm pretty sure I my girl want to know who it is, too, now. You're going to do it over again? Just hit it. And now, oh yeah, it's time for the run the around. around. I'm ready, 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 ready. <laughs> I'm so over him. Oh, that's it. We real. Uh, it's time for the run around, y'all. So the run around. So I'll give you guys a quick rundown oh, of the run around. <laughs> to give y'all a quick rundown of the run around. The run around is like a halftime segment to break up the monotony in a episode. Carl, yes, I'm trying to ascertain where, this. Where were you at when you created the run around? That's actually a really good question. You remember we were talking in the beginning about creating segments, mm-hmm. um, and I kept ping ponging ideas off of the both of you guys, and you're probably the hardest one to uh, get to do something. Um, oh, who was I with? That was Serena. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. That was the ping pong. I was with you. It was me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was with Star. We were we were here in the in the podcast we were here palace in the podcast before it hey, became a po- a palace. I'm so mad. Yeah, because where was I? Probably late. <laughs> <laughs> Finish so, it. So you were saying <laughs> the, the only person who make me look like I'm on time. That, that is actually <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Now that's funny because if you know Star, you know she's it's all, stupid. <laughs> you know she always fashionable. I'm on my own time. She's still taking the shower, like she said. I'm on my own time. Yeah, we can't. What, what were the names that we were coming up with when we were doing it? It was something. There were so many that we were just kind of throwing around. Yeah, I can't even remember. That was like damn near a year ago now. That Legit. I think, yeah, legitimately a year ago. I'm not going to remember the names we came up with. But yes, the runaround breaks up a monotony in an episode, like our halftime. We all get one minute to talk about the topic. No one's going to interrupt. We get our stuff Supposedly. off. No one's going to interrupt, hopefully. Supposedly. Um, and then go from there. And also, we've incorporated trivia in the runaround. So Star is definitely going to be our Vanna White today, Vanna Black. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> 
Vanna Black is Vanna Coco. <laughs> Vanna Black is funny. That's a, Vanna that's Coco, like, please. That sounds like something that somebody said to her. Vanna Black. <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody's real name. It's it, a Vanna Black listener sure. right now offended. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. What were some of the other names that we had for I the wish around? I could remember. I, I don't remember, man. In a minute? Nah. Hot Minute. Something. The hot hot takes. takes. Yeah, that was one of them. Uh, Carl, you got a fancy highlighter stick? What? Your highlight is on point right now. Ooh. That light is hitting your cheekbone flawlessly. Is that is that the thing? I don't know even know how to yeah. like. No, because it's like you can really see where the Beijing feels in them little spots. Uh, I don't use it's right here. <laughs> His highlighter stick is on point. That's sinful. You use Beijing. Or that's no, cinnamon. Hey, what is it? Hey, I don't, but I told myself if I was ever to move to another state. I'm getting that beard. Have y'all seen that black brother with the beard? <laughs> I'm getting that beard and show? some extensions. I'm yeah. gonna have dreads. Hey, come through, dude. All right, so what's the runaround topic? Uh, first of all, hit him with the hot got him because that's also part of the runaround. Are we doing that first? Oh, well, we always do trivia yeah, first. My bad. First, Ole, dude. Got him. There you go. And that is the name of God. Got What? Yeah, I died a little inside. So, so a part of our runaround segment for today will be us playing our segment. <laughs> Got which is trivia and for the last couple of weeks with in star's opinion a questionable victory by myself um there's been there's been like you know uh, a lone person on the leaderboard so i'm hopeful that whoever i'm competing against today will be a formidable opponent so star you got the questions I got the questions. Uh, Carl, do you are you ready to provide the answers? I got the answers, Sway. Okay. Let's do a start whenever you're ready. All right. Are you ready to rumble? Why is it always the hip-hop version of every song you do? <laughs> it's the same one, Hip- two count, too. Hip-hop? Hip-hop anonymous? It's definitely the same one, two count. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. What is the only letter, the only vowel that is not in the top line of the keyboard. Got him. Carl? You. No, it's not. That in. is incorrect. All right. You're not going to let me finish it. Um, What is the only vowel letter that's not in the top line of the keyboard? I got it already. Don't look down. All right. Uh, oh. You guys got, are both incorrect. I got it. Can I rebound it? You can rebound it, but you won't get a point. It's A. It's A. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Ne- <laughs> next question. Y'all are silly with the little side jokes. Next question. Number two. What is rum distilled from? Oh. Think about what countries I love it. rum. Where is it where is it distilled from? What rum is what is rum distilled from? Like rum is a derivative of what? Like it's derived from I don't know. Got him? Okay. Co- coconut? No. That was a good guess. Cece, do you want to give it a stab? Uh, rum is derived from honey? Close. Or- Sugar cane. Mm. I knew it was something sweet. Man, I should have got that. Let us free. Okay. Um, Number three. Wow, we're zero for zero? Yeah. I might not have enough questions. I know. Number three. Which former president has a popular toy named after them. Okay. Uh, 
This first of two, y'all. Come on. Just sitting here thinking. People in the cars are disappointed. Yeah. Nobody else got it. I'm sure they don't. Frozen no. popular toy. Can you, I give you a hint? Can you repeat the question first? Which former president has a popular toy named after them? Yeah, go ahead and give me a hint. What I will actually do is move on to the next question, and we will use that as a tiebreaker because I only prepared five. Okay. Right. Okay. Number four. This is a question about the English language. Mm-hmm. What do you call a word that is used as the opposite of another word? Got him. Cease. Antonym. Antonym is correct. I thought it and I was like, man, that might be the wrong one. Go ahead. Number five. <laughs> what did my true love give to me on the fifth day of Christmas? Oh, got him. Five golden rings. Carl, do you want to give an answer? Got him. What? Stockings. Okay. Um, so the correct Cease <laughs> has the correct answer, but he did not say it right. What did I say? The answer is five golden rings. Hey, that's a great way to accentuate this victory. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna give you the answer to the third one. Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt, Teddy Bears. Oh, never knew that. That's pretty good. So yeah, the former president Theodore Roosevelt, he the popular toy of teddy bears are named after him. I That's, never would have got it because I was going for like the action. Yeah, movie. I was looking at action figures. <laughs> Theodore Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from C's winning trivia, is also meant to expand you guys' mind. So feel free to take those games and these expand questions and go ahead and take them to a holiday party near <laughs> you. What we have up for the runaround today is: Would you consider or have you ever fought physically with your friends? <laughs> I'm in here with two men, y'all. So, no, no, no. So can we? And let me, let me just let me uh, let me tie that up with a little bow on it. If you've never done it before, and even if you have, you got a whole minute, so you might want to speak on this too. What do you think would be an event that would bring you to get into a fist fight with a close friend? Mm-hmm. Carl, you brought the subject up. It kind of sounds like you got something to speak on. So by all means, Star, are you able to do his time? I absolutely can. Cool. I don't necessarily. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, wait a no, minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute for oh, you. I could, wait I could, a minute. Hey, that's one of my favorite songs. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> wow, today. Watch out now. Ra- it's Ra- a little one, and I'm not bow wow. All right. Ray J's a hood legend. So <laughs> is the timer ready? Timer is ready. Okay. Go. Um. Yeah, there's definitely situations in which I have fought my friends, and it's usually over um, dumb stuff. I think I can recall one time, uh, the last time I got into an actual fight with my friend, it was because he was actually Doug. He was going to break down Doug's door um, because we held his keys from him because he was under the influence. And he called me the B word about four times. And on that fifth day of B words, <laughs> I opened that door up and I grabbed him by the throat. And I I had told myself I would never put my hands on my friends again or we would no longer be friends anymore at that mm, point. That's... And so I had a recent situation that came up where, you know, we was face to face. And the first thing I thought about was like, yo, if I do this, the only reason why I'm not hitting you right now is because we have history. And number two, you know, I got somewhere to be, so I can't afford to go to jail in this public place that we're in right now. You start thinking about stuff like that when you get older. Mm-hmm. That's, and, and that's that, grown folks. Yeah, in that fight or flight stage. So, yeah. Thank you for staying under a minute. Star, you seemed like you might be coming from the opposite direction 
So I'm interested to know, based upon the criteria that we've given for today's runaround topic, where you fall in that. Okay, well. Go ahead. We trust you. Start my time. I can't think of, first of all, I have to preface this by saying that I've never been in a physical fight. Other than with like my brother when we were kids. Um, Have you always been this? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. I caught myself. I just feel like I can't relate. Because we just, we're not going to fight. You fought your brother? We've, we've, we haven't, it wasn't like a fight fight. It would be like blows here and there, but not like fight fight. I'm going to pause you at 35 seconds and I'm going to reintroduce the the question. Oh, okay. What, since it hasn't happened, what could you fathom would bring you to that point? And I know that the relationships with your friends are such where you don't, uh, you probably don't see them doing anything, but let's just say that one of your friends kind of like fell off the wrong side of the bed and came at you completely sideways. Yeah, I, I can't see myself putting my hands on somebody, especially at this age. Like, if I ain't did it by now, it's just not happening. Oh. Um, Unless it's, well, that wouldn't be my friend. It would be, like, I can see myself hitting somebody who's, like, hurting my child. <laughs> Tying back up to next, <laughs> last week's episode. Uh, But no, I can't think of a reason at this point. Even when we were younger, I nothing was that important that I wanted to bring harm to somebody who I considered a friend. Mm. Nothing was that important to me. Got it. You gonna do my turn? Sure. It's about to go off. I didn't click it. She got the new phone. She got that new new. The new new phone. All right. Was that a, a 10X? X10? X10. Charles oh. Charles got that for you? It's an E36? <laughs> S500? No, my daddy. <laughs> Upgrade. Yeah, you would have. That's what I be telling people. Like, if you can't, if the benefits of dating you don't outweigh the benefits of my daddy, it ain't going down. You would have a sugar daddy named Charles. I was hoping for more of an Elliot, but uh, we'll go with it. And, and he definitely wear a lanyard. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait. Hey, what's your, what's your name if they can call you Dick? Richard. Richard. Oh, okay. And then if you're Charles, you're Chuck also? Yeah, Chuck. Okay. I thought, I don't know why I thought. Random facts, Pisces. There we go. Anyway, time. <laughs> All right. Here, we got to unlock. Go. Um. So I've been in. I've been in fights with, I was telling Carl this, I've been in fights with friends, and then I thought about it a little bit more, and I've been in two fights with the same friend. Oh, um, trash. And something he said was extremely important, is that if I have to fist fight with a friend, the chances are we're not friends anymore. At this age. Back in the day, sometimes you had to, within your group, at least for guys, like you had to show. Like you, 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 can't, you can't do that. Like, I know you you talking big, but I'm tired of you talking big. Like, you either going to have to prove it or you're not going to talk about it no more. Um, so I feel like with the guys, to your point, it is a little bit different. With guys, it's different. And I do have one friend. We actually fought here recently, um, but alcohol was involved, and so were his emotions. And literally the next day, he immediately apologized and basically said, if you don't want to be friends no more, I definitely understand because I act out of the line. So I think real friends will find a way to, to come, c- back. come back to the friendship. That's fair. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, y'all. That was it for the runaround. Okay, so last episode, I had some quick little questions. Okay. You know, stuff be popping in my mind. So can I ask a couple questions, and then we'll get to breaking news? Don't we need to have the chimes? Oh, what was the, the title that he came up with that I got it. was kind of like lackluster? Man, come on, man. I'm professional. I know what I'm doing. Questions by Cease. Thank you, Carl. 
Um, <laughs> That's so much build up for so much letdown. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right I'm just nah, kidding. I that, love it. That was extra. I like it. Um, okay, so I was in uh, the gas station the other day, mm-hmm. and I saw somebody purchasing alcohol who, in my mind, was definitely over 21. They were over or under? Over. Okay. And they were carded for uh, purchasing alcohol and flipped out that they weren't just asked what their birth date is because that's what happens all the time when they come and buy alcohol. And this is like, look, I'm quoting this, and I'm in here four to five times a week buying alcohol. <laughs> so right then and there. She should have a VIP discount. Right? So that changes ma- everything. It made me think that sometimes I'll go out and some some places have a mandatory we got to check your ID thing. That's cool. But then at what age do you think that you will personally be where people will look at you and know for a fact it ain't no way that person is under 21? Wait, Star, I want you to go first. I feel like we should already be there, like all of us. Do you feel like in any instance there's no way that you could look like you're under 21? I would card both of you. Well, I don't have no makeup on today, so maybe that's why. I, and depending on what type of outfit you had on, I did. This is like as com- casual, comfy as I would card you today because you look about 23, 24 right now. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. I was going to say, you could just be one of them thick youngins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm stupid. <laughs> Not a thick youngin. That's gonna be my rap name. Thick youngin. No, but I mean, it's. I I have a sidebar to go on, but yeah, I I think. I don't. I yeah, I'm okay with. Like I feel like I look. You go through your Monday through Friday get up. They're not gonna card you, but today they're gonna card you. Cause I got on leggings and and the tennis shoes and and the flannel wrapped around your waist. Like and I was gonna say that that's what would have done. And I was like, all them shoes and that flannel. She trying to get away with. And y'all gonna think I'm trying to get a joke off? Really? But he ain't got no facial. (laughs) He ain't got no facial hair. He ain't got no facial hair. And sometimes I dress like the kids. Right now, yeah. Even how you wear your hat. If you're ever trendy, you're gonna look younger. And I mean, this is like casual. Like I got on my grown folks' business tank. Flannel, leggings, sneaks. They don't even ask me. They look at my hairline like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you think your appearance right now makes it so that nobody should ever question if you're 21 or not? Um, I, I don't think I would get appalled by it just because like. Well, not the, it's not the reaction that that person was definitely. I mean, that was they, extreme. Yeah. They ended up pulling out their ID and walking out with the same alcohol. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, they were going to drive to no news story. They was already there. They was acting honorary in that experience. Uh, I think like somebody will look at me and just be like, he's at least in his late twenties. Because even when I talk to like like when I talk to people and they ask me, you have well, a real full voice. <laughs> <laughs> look, how about look? We'll I was go, trying to ascertain what, what, what she was trying hey, to say. We'll right go there. backwards. What about what on him ain't full? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, but I don't even think that would be like the the move either. Though I just think like. I look like a guy that's in his late twenties that just suffers from hair loss. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't have a good answer to that. I feel like I'll. Yeah, I feel like I already look like I shouldn't be. Next question. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, in, incompetent bosses, right? Uh-huh. So, in some scenarios, you can have a bad boss, and it makes it so that you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And in some instances, you can have a bad boss, and it makes your job ten times harder because you For end up sure. doing their job. For sure. 
How do we feel about incompetent bosses? Have you ever had one? And if you could give an example of both situations and what that looked like. I'll go first as she's thinking. I had a job at KFC in high school. Okay. And my man's, uh, I hate to say this, but, you know, he was he was a foreigner. You know what I mean? He was from Mexico. Didn't speak English. We worked at the KFC smack dab under the. You say he was the manager. He was the manager, mm-hmm. or the supervisor, and then you know they have the above man district manager that comes out and stuff like that. So he's the manager of that store, and he didn't speak any English, um, but he can count. You know, everybody can count their money and stuff like that. But anytime we had an issue and stuff like that, he would like make us take care of it just because he didn't speak really good English. And, uh, and, and we were right there at that KFC in La Mesa before they switched it over. It was right by Best Buy. And so why are you laughing? Because I, okay, I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, I mean, at that point, I was like, yo, I could do whatever he's doing, like easily, like with no problem. Um, and like you just said, like he was incompetent to the point where like people didn't respect him. And it bothers the people in the workforce because if guys is coming in 25, 30 minutes late and I can't leave until they come in, yeah, we got an issue. I'm out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we got an issue. Because, you know, they, they sit up there thinking they could do it. Yeah. Incompetent to the point where a guy had a violent crime. And, you know, when you go to those jobs like that, you used to have to call their little phone line number or whatever and to see if they had any state charges and stuff. You remember that? Yeah, I do. And so dude had charges. They still hired him. He was a cool dude, though. Looked like Bun B. His name was Terrence. Good guy. Lord, hey, But Terrence. Terrence wasn't supposed to work at KFC. But you know he had a family to feed and stuff like that. Terrence wasn't supposed to be working nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> not oh. even handling money. They put oh, especially, they, not, especially handling money. not handling money. <laughs> they, they put Terrence on the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what was your story, Steve? All right. So, interestingly, or to Carl's point, I had a boss back in the day who was also originally from another country. So some of his practices and his style of communication, you could just tell it was contrary sometimes to American culture, mm-hmm. which was one component of this gentleman. Uh, it was, this was at a round table pizza. This was while I was in hey, college. Get lit. And you could tell by the cars he drove and when his wife would come and his little nephew would come, they had some money and some serious money. Uh-huh. Right. Roundtable was just adding to that. Uh-huh. This gentleman's name was Madhu. Seven. I hate listen, that you laughed at that, Carl. Listen, seven. <laughs> listen, seven foot Indian man. <laughs> listen, with a heart of gold and a mean stutter. And his knees hurt. So listen, and I'm not. I'm not making fun of anybody that stutters, but this was one of the most frustrating jobs to work at. Because he, you could tell he was embarrassed about his stutter. And we never actually spoke about it in front of him because he probably would have lost it. But then people would come up to the front and complain. <laughs> and they would just be going off. And Badu would just be sitting there looking at him attentively. Listen, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Going off. He would put that one finger up. He'd grab the closest person to him and take him to the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you be back there for 15 minutes with him trying to tell you how to resolve the issue. Oh my god! And look, and most of the time you would have to let him. <laughs> you you gotta do let, an example. You had to let him get halfway <laughs> through, it and he'd be like, "But dude, stop!" Yeah. I got look, you. Look, you want me to tell him we'll make her another one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna imitate him because I'm. I, I, I don't know if I right. mentioned this, but with all those other characteristics that I mentioned, Madu had a heart of gold. 
So I will never. Yeah, he imi- was an asshole and had that. That's a different story. Yeah, I would never imitate him. You can't be mean with a what, stutter. No, you but my thing. My, no, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> you gotta ascertain the struggle, man. Oh man, listen. you can't be mean with a stutter. And I and I'm not gonna laugh at Madu because at a time in my life, Madu, Madu hooked it up because he was paying us under the table. Hey. hey, and it was the spot because Heart that, of gold. Hey, because that employee discount. If you if it was somebody you knew, you was th- you was slanging that discount. So back, you know, I was I was the hot man on campus because I was coming through with pizzas all the time. Oh man! Um, but that just kind of goes to the point because he wasn't necessarily incompetent. But my thing is, it's like, well, dang! Like if you want to own a business and you have that barrier, like you might want to get somebody else to Hire. handle. Yeah, hire It doesn't mean that you can't be involved. You could do mm-hmm. the numbers. You could be behind the scenes. You need a PR person. But it was it was a trip because the people would be sitting there and they'd be like, "What just happened?" Because I just told him my whole angry story and he said, "Wait a minute!" with his finger, grabbed the little the young man and took him to the back. Right, right, a mess. Yeah. So for me, like just incompetent bosses, I I have a problem where. If I if I feel smarter than you, mm-hmm. or if I feel like I can do your job better than you, I can't respect you, uh. and it's it's problematic. I need to probably work on that, but um, or maybe not. It's too late. I'm gonna just ride out with it. But that's tough. I I just I can't respect you. Like I, oh. and then it becomes like I will just do what I want to do and walk all over you. So like the two go hand in hand. So I've never had a boss who was just bad and didn't let me do what I, or let me do what I want, or just was just incompetent it's always hand in hand so let me throw something at you then mm-hmm. and this is this is interesting that we're talking about this right now so i'm up for a promotion hey at our job hey get it and it's for a department that i really don't know anything about uh-huh but i have reason to believe that based upon people what they think about my personality and the interactions that we have that i might have just as legitimate of a shot as getting it as anybody else but then I think one of the things that worries me is that I'm then coming in to work with a lot of peers, a lot of people that I actually know. Already, right. That I'd be making more money than and that I'd be in a higher position than that would know more about the job than I would. So so, so what, would you say that in that instance that I shouldn't go for the job? I say you always end up where you're supposed to be. And sometimes where people are is where they're supposed to be. So if you hear people talking bad about how they could do my job better than me, you going to stick up for me? Well, can can they do your job better? I've never done the job before, so I guess we won't know until I have the opportunity. But doing a job, it's one thing to be able to do your job right or come in and still be learning. Okay. Like, learning is different from incompetence. Incompetence is that you've had proper training, uh-huh. but for one reason or another, you still cannot do your job. Good point. That's I like incompetent. That. If you're able to learn and adapt and sharpen those skills, you deserve to be there. Look at star empowering folks. Okay. I got you, Cease. No, I'm rolling. I and you know, I feel like and I, I feel like I take this opportunity very, very seriously. So if granted the chance to do said job, I'm hopeful that I can put myself in a position to do it to the utmost degree. You will. I appreciate you for that. I got you. Um, do we have anything to add to that specifically? Not not besides nah, Carl slamming down phones. My bad. I was gonna say that was mad aggressive. Okay. Um, okay, I got one more question for y'all. Give me a second. It remind me I got a shout out too. Okay. Um, and then here's another one and it kind of, well, which one do I want to ask? Okay, so I got two questions, right? And then I'll let y'all pick one because we are, we're getting close to our time. Um, so we have, when you see people 
outside of work, <laughs> doing their outside of work things. <laughs> and then the conversation that parents are going to have with their kids 10, 20 years from now, when they tell them how they met each other and how it's going to be differently than the stories that were told to us by our parents. Okay. Which one do you guys want to do? Whichever one you want. Carl, you're the deciding factor. I just come up with the question. Uh, stay away from the kids this episode. <laughs> All right, we'll stay away from the kids. No okay. kid zone. So no I'm, kid I'm gonna zone. I'm going to give you a they story about somebody that I work with and the reaction that they had to seeing somebody outside of work. Okay, let's do it. Now, let's just put it out there that we're not a homophobic podcast. No, we're not. But some people are homophobic. In real life. And some people haven't had enough experience with lifestyles differently than their own to even know whether or not have an appropriate understanding Mm -hmm. of those so i I preface that to say that this individual that i'm going to talk about i do not think is homophobic i think that it is that that uh homosexuality is just so new to them it's new to them it's so contrary to what they've been taught they didn't grow up here in the united states so i mean not that these are excuses but these are just factors that come into play um, and it's a very brief story. The individual basically told me that there was a person that they knew at at the job that was a homosexual male and they saw them in public and they said that, you know, it was one thing for to know like this person is gay, but to see it, it, it was something else. So me being me, I said, well, what was your reaction? Like, describe it to me. And he just said, ew. Okay. So that's just one example. So when you work with somebody and you know stuff about them casually and then you see them in public, like, what's your reaction? Like, if you and, and, you know, that was just one example. But if you were to see two people that you work with and you'd be like, oh, I didn't know y'all was like, do you address that or do you let people be them? I let people be them because chances are if I saw you out, you also saw me out. And uh, I can't be held responsible for <laughs> So so what if, what, For what they saw <laughs> so so what if you knew a young man at work mm-hmm. and then you thought to yourself like oh he's cute and a couple you know you talk to a couple other girls and you're like yeah I date him uh-huh. and then you see him out with a man and you didn't know that do you th- I'm like ah do, but th- okay but then do you just hold that information nah, or, she about to tell you. <laughs> or could you see yourself telling somebody and do you feel like you have the right to share that information um I I would probably say something like y'all give it up. Let that one go. Just okay. Let that one go, y'all. Carl, same situation. What are you doing? If I see the young lady and she like women? Uh, she likes women. She's out with a Or not even that, but you just saw somebody who was outside of the characteristic that you would frame them. Yeah, with. or you see somebody at work that you thought was like holier than thou and they, they toss him back. Oh, we definitely have a guy that I didn't know was gay. Who? I'm not going to say it. You know what I'm talking about. Sit right behind me. I always thought he oh, was. Oh, in the beginning? Yeah, I thought he was Metro. Yeah, just that's thought, real. I just thought he liked nice things. And then when <laughs> when the conversation came up with him, like, what's up with Cease? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, somebody asked you that? That person in particular, had, had you had came up in the circles when, when we was doing our training. And they was like, oh, he was like, yeah, I wonder if Cease is gay. And I was like, I don't think so. I think he's just from L.A. You know, like, he just dressed nice. Like, he cared about... His sweaters. But know. he was trying to smash? Uh, I think so. But, yeah, because in, in his case, you would definitely be the bottom. All right. Okay. He not, he's not a top. I mean, he's not a bottom guy. Gotcha. 
Um, But that was new. And then the conversation. See, here's the thing, too. Do you feel like finding out that information then changed the working relationship that y'all had? No, because I had had experiences in being around just gay men and women in general to where. We're fortunate. Like we're exposed just from yeah, the, the line of work. I've thought we're about that a lot, lot too, though. Like that education yeah. is paramount, and I and it is. And then also you see how uneducated some people are. Mm-hmm. Like for me, um, if if you're gay or not, that doesn't necessarily dictate if we're going to be cool or not. Will I second guess how you are with me in the beginning? Possibly. Yeah. Um, because you know I have a really good friend where we've toggled with. You know, is he gay or not? You know what I mean. And he used to do things that I thought yes, were out is. of the norm. Okay, well, that's... <laughs> and, and I, I did approach my lips because we've had this conversation yeah. about him before. But he used to do things that I... Or used to say and do things that I used to be like, oh, that's questionable. Like, he would ask my cousin to walk him to his car all the time. <laughs> and I was like... I and honestly, I feel like... If it's, you don't click that alarm. <laughs> when I hear stuff it like, it's questionable, it's like, I just want people to walk and live in their truth. Like... Have you ever noticed that people be like, man, I don't know about them. And it's a thing until they just come out. And then it's like, cool, we cool now because you're just walking in your truth. Yeah, but I like, think it's even deeper than that because there's a and I, I want to get the, the pronouns right. There's a young man uh-huh. that comes to the gym uh-huh. and we have very long in-depth conversations about his transition from being a woman to a man mm-hmm. and how in the midst of that, one of his favorite or one of his favorite things to do was to go work out. But the fact that people were going to then be witnessing the transition, he said, I felt like I was in danger. Well, transitioning because is different than than sexuality in and of itself. It's okay. It's I'm, a component I'm, of it. But like a lot of I've had conversations with some of my LG friends who are uncomfortable around trans folks. Oh, okay. And so we group that's them, deep we because group we, we, them yeah, together as yeah, a society, yeah, for sure. But it's not, they're not all the same. And I think that part gets ignored. Like, hey. this was a because this person got sent to work with that population with the, the T trans population, and they were like, I, I know I was only sent there because I'm gay, but I'm really uncomfortable. I have that's a question like, that's like blacks and Africans. Like, from the outside looking in, people would be like, Oh, all oh, y'all those are the bla- same, yeah, y'all yeah, yeah. all the same group, and, and, I have and, and Africans group. be like, No, no, we don't claim them. Off mic, y'all made fun of me about church and stuff like that. But how do y'all feel about... You tried to get it on mic. Yeah, I did try to get it on mic, but it wasn't working. But how do you guys feel about just you guys' church background if lesbians and gays uh, and transsexual people went to church and were really godly? Um, at my church out here, we we have LGBT folks in church all the time. Um, like, visibly LGBT folks. And... Um, my my current pastor will always say things like, you know, we're not here to judge you. I'm going to love you with the love of Christ. And, you know, it's 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 one of those things where it's like. How dare it, it's it's biblical, but it's like, how dare you talk about the speck in your neighbor's eye and ignore the log in yours? Mm. Like none of us are in any position to question anybody else because their sin is visible because mm. uh, we all be in there. Living different out of line. lives, yeah, <laughs> and it's it, it's just the truth. Um, for me, it, I'm actually reminded of one of my friends who is an avid listener of our podcast. Uh, she came out to me when we were teens, and I did not know how to handle that. And I feel like as a teen, I completely mishandled it. I wasn't like offensive. Well, 
now I would say it was offensive because I was like, oh, you're probably just like in a phase. Like, it's all good. And 14, 15 Crystal was still like, I don't even I don't understand. Like, I'm trying to figure out my own life. Was she spiritual, alone. though? Yeah. She had struggles then. She had to. Um, I, I we didn't talk in depth about it because my response kind of shut that down by me saying, oh, it's a phase. You'll grow out of it. That kind of ends that part of the conversation. She never resented you for it or anything? I, I hope to God she didn't. I, and I, I'll, I'll probably call her. I, yeah, I know I, I'm she, interested in I that. I know she listens to this podcast. So I um she's like an avid listener, by the way. Like she Yeah, so she's going to hear this. So, man. yeah. So I, I, I should reach out to her and ask her. Ask her if, she if she's okay with it. If support. she could just come in with a different name and, and like we can call her about that experience in general. If she's okay with it. She, she listening. Hey, girl. No, and it's funny that you said that because I had a friend that is an African-American gentleman in law enforcement. And I want him to do the same thing and kind of talk about how it is to be black in law enforcement and like having all the stuff that goes on in the media yeah and like how do you well i won't get into all the questions that i have but uh my godfather retired from police policing and my uncle too okay anything different life anything else on that that's it okay so i got a life live your best life i got in the news right Uh Um, but then I got one more question, or it's just like even like let's a just do it, man. It's We've been statement. hitting two hours. People been loving the two <laughs> They've hours. They've been listening. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Thank you. We okay. love y'all. Okay, so it's a statement, but then and I don't look, and I and I got to get away from this. I, I want to apologize to white people, um, because I feel like a lot of times when we as black people express our angst, we just have this very like broad group, and we just call it white people. But sometimes things happen, and it's not because white people are doing it. It's just a reaction to what black people are doing. But it's, I feel like we typically go to white people. But I'm like, no, I've been in scenarios where um, interchangeably that white person wasn't a white person. It was an Asian person or it was a Latino person. I think okay, yeah. that my yeah, blackness I got created I got the, you. the scenario. I got Perfect you. example is I was walking the other night. and <laughs> Where were you going? I was uh, going to OV Noodle House in, in Ocean Beach. And you ain't bring me nothing. Listen, listen, listen. listen. So I was walking and I was uh, like coming up on a young lady. I was, you know, on the good foot and she was kind of like, you know, cruising. So at some point it was going to seem like I was walking up on her. <sighs> so I thought about that moment and I was like, from that point on, I'm going to take control of those situations. So I'll be running from white people now. <laughs> I thought about doing stupid stuff like that, like <laughs> grabbing my purse and then moving to the other side of the sidewalk. Like I just want you to see what it feels like. So listen, so I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you what oh, happened like, to me. Uh-uh, girl, go to the other side. Uh, uh-uh, uh, he coming towards me. I'm gonna tell you what happened. You to want me to turn on the camera? Uh, yeah. Why gotta, you gotta say it in the mic? Big, you knew exactly big, what he was saying. But you're gonna have to flip it on and then push the court. All right. Yeah. So the other night. I was walking and there was this older white man behind me. I said, oh, <laughs> this he was is behind great. you? Yes. Wait. So, so look, I, I slowed down enough for him to get close enough for me to like actually like break into a full on like walk run. <laughs> and the funniest reaction, I was like, oh, this is great. This is why I have to continue to keep doing this. Because as soon as I did it, he said, you ain't got nothing to worry about. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> I turned around, I laughed, I explained the whole situation to him, like what was going on. He was like, that's a pretty good social experiment. That is great. But from now on. His reaction was classic. Like I'm crossing streets when I see little white women or anybody that just looks like they would would venture to say this. And we're back. 
Anyway, that would be a good social uh, experiment going in, starting like that punching, huh? At all. <laughs> clock in, clock out. Oh, man, the punching <laughs> is cool, though. I uh, just want to hear how it sounds when it cut out and then we just miraculously reappeared. Carl, the cord got caught on Carl's You'll never know. Stocks. You'll never know the difference between it, but I think that would be a pretty cool social I experiment. I hilarious. If you just run <laughs> <laughs> and you, you have to like to... take note of what their reactions are. Add Asian people into that too, because they be treating us like we are like the, just the most vile people. But I know they yeah. they own all the spots that we go and shop with, so I know some of them hoodlums being there giving them a hard time. <laughs> Not you the know? hoodlums, <laughs> but you know every race of people has that. I think you know to be honest with you, like there you are know. good people and there are not great people yeah. in every race, every country, every neighborhood, everything. They're everywhere, man. I don't know. That's that's that would be interesting. Hey, right, so, oh, go ahead. You got in the news? That was my trans, my trash ass uh, transition. Oh no, I was just gonna say uh, since we're at the time, are we do we want to do it in the news? Yeah, okay. let's do it. Okay, we don't know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Did you just see that? Do what? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna see if stars saw me. With the struggle. Hit myself in the mouth when we were doing that. The struggle. I was gonna let it slide though. Let it slide. Oh, so what I while he's doing that, what I meant to say was earlier is like when we were talking about like young relationships. So my girl's uh, cousin came for uh, Thanksgiving. I thought he was in jail. No, this come on, man. That's the that's the other dude. This is a girl, and she's like eighteen, nineteen. So she was like, oh, she's like, oh, my friend is coming. Right, I was like, "Who's your friend?" She's like, "My friend." I said, "Yeah, that's a little dude. Like, that's some little man in the car coming to pick you up." Dude. Yeah, that's some little Imagine man. Just a little manager man <laughs> hop out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you needed somebody to cut the turkey. Oh man! But then I, it got me wondering. It's like, where do you, where do, would you go at eighteen or nineteen? No, no. But at eighteen, nineteen, where would you really even go to hang out? You LMS. know, on Thanksgiving. LMS. What is that? The little man store. The little man. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Go ahead and get your little shoes. <laughs> anyway, breaking news. All right. Or in the news, not breaking news. What are we like? Hi, I'm Carl. This is Big Mouth Seeks. And just for start with breaking news. <laughs> Rewind in the news. <laughs> <laughs> in today's... Uh, I was and gonna back go, to cease. I was going to go on a whole spiel. Oh, sorry. We're, we're in the news again. We're in the news again. version. Oh, Remix. Man. So on today's segment of In the News, um, this is something that's been in the news, unfortunately, regularly. Oh, Lord. And we touched upon it in a runaround topic previously. But then it made me think about something that's extremely important. And I actually had a long in-depth conversation with somebody who, like, in the moment, sounded like they were just off the wall. And I thought about it, I was like, they're probably the smartest one in here. They were basically breaking down what their plan of action would be if there was an active shooter. The things that they would look out for and the things that they tell other people to look out for in those scenarios. So for today's In the News, I mean, I could pick a plethora of situations, but I'm just going to point out one thing that jumps out at me about two of the more recent active shooters um and the 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 melee that they they've caused. Okay. Did you all know that somebody involved in or somebody that was uh potentially no somebody that was targeted in the Vegas shooting. Now every you know there was a, a large group of people so there was a large number of people targeted. The the country music one? Yeah. The... Right? That event. Uh-huh. 
was a part was one of the individuals who actually got shot at the the uh, the shooting in the oh, country yeah. bar. I don't know if they Los got Angeles. shot. No, 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 no. So somebody who escaped and lived through, survived the Vegas shooting, was shot and killed yeah. at the Thousand Oaks bar shooting that just. You happened. sure they died? Yeah, that's. That yes. that's that's what the reports that I heard. Their mother was on TV talking. Got you. Okay, that's unfortunate. For prayers it's, out to their family. Jeez, I can't even imagine. Extremely unfortunate. Final destination is what comes to mind when I see that. Uh, that we're not even gonna go there. I know. So I'm I'm asking the question because what somebody brought to my attention, which sounded like uh kind of like an a hole thing to say at first, but then I was like, well, no, that I guess there's some some validity to that. Is that she felt like that person? Not that it would have been completely avoidable. But in if you escape a situation like that, like you should have a different type of awareness in subsequent situations. And so I'm just, you know what I mean? There's no way to say if that person was even the most prepared, if that wouldn't have, they wouldn't have still had the same fate. And then like, to what degree did they survive the Vegas shooting? Like we are, uh, okay. that shooting was so broad and and so so i'm not i'm not saying so it was like were they just there in vegas when it happened like you know and again that's why i made the point to say that like it's not that it would have been avoidable just because they were involved in that situation i guess the question that i have for for you all is is given the fact that it hasn't happened to us but the more and more that it happens in a higher frequency like we have to imagine that as much as we like to be out at public events you were out at tde you see miguel every other month okay like what, we what, all on the ascension of Miguel. What, what are we doing to have ourselves better prepared if that unfortunate event occurs? And if nothing, why not? Or what are some of the things that you'll start to do? I I noticed. So I'm glad you said that because when I went to TDE, I thought I'm never coming here again. What's well, TDE? What was the venue? The venue TDE is uh, Top Dog Entertainment. Kendrick, you know, um, Sizzle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Duh, sorry. Um. The venue was the the what is it now the the sleep train sleep train now right. I always want to call it the Coors Amphitheater that's what they used to call it. My issue with it is the parking situation and the way you get in. There's only two ways in, two ways out, and where we it's were like at most concert venues. Right? Yeah, which has caused me to rethink because like we were just stuck for like two and a half hours. Like it ended at eleven. We didn't get on the freeway until about 2.45. Oh, so wow. listen, listen, I don't want to cut you off. But given the fact that you said that at that particular event that it was a cumbersome experience trying to get out, Star pointed out that at most events, you probably got two exits if that. Yeah, straight up. So I want to I wanna be, be able to focus on what are we doing differently? What suggestions do we have? What things come to mind to keep ourselves safer? Because we could sit here and talk about all the reasons why we're unsafe, but what are the actions that we're taking to make ourselves safer? I do like go into different like locations and I check around for exits, like emergency exits too, or the ones that they say don't go behind. I do look, I never thought about it in relation to active shooter, but I just always be like, I I need to know how to get out. Um, But I don't, I don't necessarily know if there's anything that you can do. 
Yeah, I don't think it's a situation. So you asked me that, and and, and you got more specific. But my point was, is like I got a couple things. Staying away from you know venues such as that. You know what such I mean? Such as what? I mean, like like I said, the anxiety that I felt like just being was there. Was it because it was a TDE event, or did you just have ex- in? anxiety to begin with if or did were, you have anxiety I because feel like, well, you were sitting there and if you needed to go somewhere in a quick state you just wouldn't been able to go i just feel like what you're talking about is insurance right insurance meaning like in case something happens right and if there was ever a natural disaster or something crazy to happen 9-11 you know what i mean like just something like that we're just not prepared for it there's so many people that live here within this city you know what i mean and and if something bad were to happen or whatever or if you're in a tight spot you know, or it's crowded or if it's New Year's or you're out on Halloween or something like that. If something were to happen such as that, it's unpredictable and it's just it's it's chaos. I, I don't think there's a way to really prepare. OK, so so can I unless you just start wearing bulletproof. Vests. So I'm going to throw some things out. So when I go to a restaurant, if where I'm seated, I always need to see, see the door, the doors. Uh-huh. I usually like to know if there's a back door. I want to know what type of locks are on, on the restroom doors. If I'm in an office, I need to know which. Uh, and they they've taught us this at our office, and I thought it was it was great. Like I, okay. know know what rooms you can go into that that, that that will lock from one side or the other. Because what you also have to remember is, is if you're in a room and you're gonna try to make a run for it, like you don't want to then put the other people in danger or be allowing somebody into a room that was previously secure. And then another thing comes to mind is I hope I'm never involved with an active shooter for the obvious reasons. But another reason is, is I can't see myself being somewhere and knowing other people are in danger and just saving myself. Yeah. That that would be a decision to make. And then I feel like another thing kind of comes to mind is just like, I mean, it's going to sound bad, but like when you see weird people, like people that just kind of like stick out, they rub you the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, 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 get in there and find out. And like, you know, Star, we talk about this all the time. How we could just talk to anybody. Yeah. Like, I be sparking up conversations. I need yeah, to know do. where your head is at. If I see you and you look a little bit off, it, it it's no sweat off my brow to spark up a conversation with you and to kind of gauge you and see where you're at. Because sometimes you might see, you know, I've done it before, and maybe the person wasn't a shooter. But I was like, oh, I knew they was getting ready to act a fool like they did 15 minutes after I talked to them because I, I felt that energy. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to strike up a conversation with them. Uh, but depending on how but they they're going to let you slide if you do. It, it did. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, it's I w- Cecil, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but not you. Move over. Yeah. Move over. yeah. Oh. It would dictate for real if I stay somewhere. For sure. But it's like there are people who look like they're up to no good everywhere i can't think of one place i've gone in the last week where i didn't point out one person who i was like oh they a little they a little touched mm-hmm. like everywhere okay any anything else that that kind of comes to mind that you think would be good just just to keep ourselves safe and it, it's sad that we even have to have this conversation at this point but i feel like we've had enough shootings in places where we're like with churches clubs i don't think bars concerts like it's happening literally everywhere and i don't and, and in my mind and, I, and I hate that i even think yeah in schools and i don't even want to think about this but i i'm i'm sitting here thinking to myself like i'm surprised it hasn't happened here i was going to a few there. times they they caught those kids a few times no no, no no i'm just saying like i can think of places where it hasn't happened yet where i'm like oh like if i mean this is gonna sound bad but if i was a shooter i'd go i'd do it here there's a big difference though because I tell you why, the probably some of the places that you go to, 
if you know the irony of is that the this last shooting was at a country bar and then the other one was at a country fest um but then you know even in the clubs that we like to go to it was no there was nothing shy of oh well this group right here might have a gun on them you know what i mean or 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 this gang is out here attacking whoever. Oh, it's different. It's no, definitely I, that's different. what I'm saying. I, I know it's different, but I, I don't think you're at a country fest. I don't think, I, I haven't heard one report of a mass shooting taking place at a rap concert or anything like that. Maybe in the church, yes, I get that. That, that has racial motivations to it. But it wasn't it. even one of us who did it. Exactly. I think that's the underlying tone of what you're saying. And it's so unpredictable, though. You know what I mean? It's just, you, you just, you, well, no, you no, don't no. know. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you can predict it, but I'm also not, I'm definitely not going to sit here and say that there aren't steps that you could take to make yourself safer. It doesn't mean that even with, you know, taking all the necessary precautions that it's going to make you, um, it's going to put you in a space where it couldn't happen to you. Like, it, it, it's just the sad reality is that it could happen to you. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that that was important to bring up. Because that's been happening a lot lately, and I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, like, I don't like feeling helpless. I don't want to feel like I have to be confined to my own home just to, like, keep myself safe. So it's like, what what are the conversations? So even if we as grown folks weren't able to kind of supplement the conversation with any uh, constructive ideas, I just want you guys to be, when you guys are out in public, to just be aware. You know what I mean? Like, pay attention to the different things that are going on, because I'm quite sure that there are some people that were involved with those events, that saw certain things, that made certain decisions, that made it so that they still have their life right now. You know, and it's crazy because we're. I'm. I'm I just googled this because you. What I was talking about just happened. What me. site did you Google it? From? I know how you are, man. <laughs> it's called Scientific America. Oh boy. That All right. It. So oh what do the Scientologists say? Well, I mean, not Scientologists. Here we go. I was thinking just, well, I mean, without it being said, we are the leading country, I believe, that has mass shootings in terms of the world. I think I heard a stat similar to that. It would make sense. Yeah. And then I think white males are more likely to to do so than not. Yeah. I haven't heard that stat, but I'd venture to, I mean, if I had to. Based on the photos of the people that we've seen. If I had to make a bet. Just brothers, brothers know exactly who they want to shoot. Typically. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the same thing, though, with, like, um, um, serial killers. Okay. They're more prone to being white. Not saying that they can't be black or they can't be Hispanic or anything else, but just research shows that they are white males. And, and you know, that to me... So, look, we give him credit for one stat, and he, he just comes stat end. by stat by stat. I'm Go just ahead. throwing him out there. But I was just thinking because, like, you know, and and it only happens typically more in those areas where they dwell, I think. It only I think. happens typically. Only. I think. Only where they typically. Oh, man. we're Hey, thank you for the Grown Critical Podcast <laughs> over here. <laughs> but I was just saying, like, it's just something that, you know, just to be aware of. But I think it is a problem that I, I feel like, you know, no better way of saying this, that white America needs to address. Some of these kids have some real serious issues going on, man. And then when you delve into they pass harming animals and stuff like that, or you know, fighting. <laughs> are you? Do you're, what deep you're end saying, are you yeah. in right now? Deep dive. He just mixed in five different. Let people me throw together. a lifesaver out to you. Come back, Carl. <laughs> Come back, Carl. All right. Uh, I think we used up all the minutes on our prepaid balance, so I'm just wondering. <laughs> uh, Hashtag Obama phone. Does anybody have anything for the culture? Mm. There's nothing I can ascertain right now. Um, I'm gonna reach across these and punch you in your beard. He he he. Uh, created, the beard is crazy. He created that title for sure. Um. Anything? Oh my gosh. Um. 
I mean, it's not really for the culture, but I think this is the proper time to give my shout out. Okay, go ahead. So, um, I had to work uh, an event out by the uh, Viejas Arena, in, or not Arena, the Casino Resort. Okay. And of course, they have the outlet yeah. there. Now, you guys have heard Big Mouth C's mention my bionic knee in episodes like maybe five or ten episodes ago. So, the struggle has been real. So, basically... the robots. <laughs> So basically, Cease, um, Cease was telling me that he goes to the outlets at Viejas and will frequent the Nike one. All the time. And um, so I was like, well, let me go and see what they talking about and, um, you know, pick out some shoes that will be conducive to my situation. Because now it's not about being cute. It's like what shoes have structure mm-hmm. and cushion. It's important. Because I need support and comfort. So um, shout out to Mello, who was very patient with me. I tried on like eight or nine pairs of shoes mellow sound like he'd be patient with you. mellow was so patient and uh he was really cool so shout out to you mellow for helping me out he sounds and, mellow <laughs> and then you know what i found out for once having big feet as a woman a woman comes in handy as a woman too as a woman too mm-hmm. so if you wear sizes 10 and up you get an extra 20 percent off oh. and you definitely wear it up definitely like i'm 510 and sturdy so it takes a lot to hold this up but you get an extra 20 percent off so i walked out with at least half off on my shoes that's crazy and i was like turn up for us 10 and ups because the struggle was real and they're like we just can't get rid of them they're not enough women who wear 10 and up shopping at the outlets was mellow light skin i think so yeah Okay. Lighter than us. Every um, mellow I've known has never been dark skin. Yeah, I was I've say, never met it, a chocolate drop mellow. A dark mellow? <laughs> nah. Mellow is always yeah, yellow. I've never, I've mellow never. gotta be gotta be caramel at the Mellow's darkest. Mellow yellow. <laughs> you should have so, took a picture. I know. Okay. All right, man. He he loves setting this up. But no, shout out to Mellow. Go see Mellow. He was so dope, so patient. And I told him I was like, You listen to podcasts? And he's like, Yeah, all the time. And I'm like, Cool, here's our card. Listen to the podcast. You gonna get a shout out, and oh. so this is my shout out to you, Mello. Thank you again for being super duper patient, y'all. If y'all are in the San Diego area, go visit Mello at the Viejas Nike outlets. And that's for the culture because I need some new shoes. I got some from the culture. This brother reached out to us via our Instagram, and he actually wants to stop by, so we'll definitely get him in here after the first of the year. Um, his name is R. Preston Clark. And he has a book called Vinny, A Love Letter. I'll read the synopsis real quick. Okay. This story reconfigures what manhood truly entails through the creative and critical mind of 14-year-old Vinny Smith through poetic, lyrical, and unapologetic prose. What is P-R-O-S-E? Is that prose? Prose is like um, poetry written in more of an essay form. There we go. It's the lines of the poem, right? Okay, keep reading. Keep reading. Uh, through uh, Vinny and his uh, inner thoughts crushed the stereotype that femininity and masculinity cannot coexist while translating his desire to both love and be loved. A black boy dealing with loss of his mother and his emotionally distant father, Vinny attempts to cope with this void by continuously critiquing the constructs of masculinity and embracing divine femininity as a strength rather than as a weakness. Vinny shows us that beautiful revelations can come from loss and teaches us that it, it is never too late to come of age. This sounds like the written version of Moonlight. Mm. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah, um, by the time Vinny comes in, I will have read the book, so we'll be able to have some 
some good somethings on it. Y'all should read it too. His name's not Vinny, it's uh, Preston Gordon. I mean, Preston. <laughs> like, yo, Vinny is fictional. <laughs> we just gonna hey, set the book hey, up there with a mic. Yeah, <laughs> hey. We're gonna put it on audio read. Hey, We're gonna read the audio book. <laughs> hey, because oh, if Vinny walk in this room, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm out of here. You can purchase uh, purchase the book <laughs> on paperback at www.rprestonclark.com for $19.99. Yes. Support <laughs> our local R. Southeast Preston authors. Oh, we'll man. be able to have a full discussion and, about oh, Vinny and, and I, how it came and about. And I'll say it again. If he brings Vinny, I'm gone. <laughs> leave, leave Vinny at home. I'm gone. Leave Vinny, Vinny, Vinny better home. be a ventriloquist. <laughs> Not even. That's creepier. Bars. Star, tell the folks one more time where we're at and where they can find us. As always, on Facebook and Instagram at Grown Folks Business, and that's B I Z N E S S. Get your merch www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com. And, yeah, yeah. and after a year, and after all of that, and after all of the ups and downs, this is episode 2.1. We are thankful that you guys are still listening. Yes. And. To this day, I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. And this has been another episode of Grown, grown Folks Business. And Carl on the beatbox. Carl on the beatbox. Carl on the beatbox. Carl on the beatbox. Yeah, you insist. We're gonna edit that out. And we out.